Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Here for the Hang. And today, I'm here with two friends of mine, the co-host of the Cover to Cover podcast, Mr. Chris Frangiola and Alex Kahn. Welcome to the show. This is exciting. <laughs> Thank Isn't you for it, having Alex? me. Yeah, we're yeah. happy to be here. Thank you, uh, Carlisle, for coming to... Uh, that backyard to your house for oh, my house yeah which is you know this is our our podcast studio this is where we do cover to cover isn't so. it beautiful much more beautiful than my studio which you guys have seen where there's a bed in the shot so this is, is, is nice. your bed do you live in a, a studio little bit. you get a corner of the bed but <laughs> what are you gonna do the I don't, content's the same i i lived in a studio here in uh los angeles for many years i absolutely loved it i yeah. loved it i i was like into Chelsea lately, like doing pretty well, and I people would come over and go, "Why are you here? Like, go move on to something better." And I was, it was hard for me to let it go. But just because you're never home as a comic, so my right. whole thing has always been, I want to pay the cheapest amount of money, throw my stuff down, and go because I need to be out hustling and working. I don't want my house to be a sanctuary. Meanwhile, now we come to the pandemic. And I would really like to have something like this right. because you basically can't have friends unless you have an outdoor space to invite that's them a, to. This is it, yeah. Yeah, that's why you're here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We don't we don't we don't have COVID. I order. tried to get Chris to come to my studio once again and uh that was a hard no and, it's a hard uh, no because you, you first of all you gave me the coordinates of where it is and that's like the worst parking part of the city and that's all i i'm that old where all i think about is parking, parking now so when i hear <laughs> like fairfax and i'm like nope, nope nope not going there there's no way i'm going to anywhere with no street parking you can't do it and so now thanks to that invite i got myself a spot on the cover to cover uh patreon podcast mm -hmm. yeah, so, so weasel my way into we, that gig it, well, we're this. we were happy to have kind you. of invited myself but y'all yeah. go check that out on their patreon i love cover to cover so it was so nice to be inside one of my favorite podcasts when did you guys start doing that about two years almost two years ago we end started of 2018 end of 2018 in december i believe we began um and yeah it's been thank god because yeah. i don't you know podcasts were an interesting thing for me i, I don't know you feel the same way i thought I was dumb and thought there were too many of them and people, you know, nobody's going to listen, but it doesn't make any difference. There aren't, people will find them if they like them. And, uh, I watched a couple of my friends get real successful from them and they started late even. So I jumped on board and thank God it's been great. I love doing it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, yeah. if you don't have a podcast, you know, how, how do you, how do you connect? Like what's your social, Th to me, this is a hang. Yeah. Right. That's why I started here for the hang. Because I just want to hang out with comics all the time. That's all I ever want to do. They're the most fun, most interesting people in the world. How do you, who who is your who do you hang with for the most part? Like out in the comedy world, who is your hangs? My hangs. Like, and where do you hang? Like, what is the comedy? I'm not out on the scene much anymore. You don't do the comedy hang. You do your spot. You get in. You get out. Yeah, I don't. I don't do the comedy hangs anymore, which I used to love. I but then again, that's not true because I never really hung with comedians. I hung more with like waiters and bartenders early on right you know there weren't no, nobody was comedians and then you know then it was like the chelsea lately era where i hung with those guys but we none of us in that world were ever like down at the comedy store we were all i think if you put all of us on chelsea lately together we probably played the comedy store 10 times right so that wasn't our, our thing well you guys didn't need it but still you know so i mean still i i don't think chelsea's ever played the comedy store i mean they are very much their own cult too yeah right? like yeah. 
when you show up on an off night, they look at you like, tonight's not your night to be here. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, that's the way I always felt. I never felt comfortable mm. in, in that place. I always felt like I, it, it was their world. Well, if you're not a roaster, you know, oh, it can be a, a bad place. And I'm <laughs> not a hateful. Don't get me started with the road. Like, I, I can't do it. I can't be that hateful. That It all comes out of a seed of hate, and I just I don't like that. It's a dark First of energy all, for me. I'll say this about roasting. I believe it's one of the easiest comedy muscles you have. Mm-hmm. It's like... It, it just it, it roasting jokes is just it that's that's mom uh, you know you my mama jokes it's comedy 101 as far as i'm concerned there are people who are great at it you know like i think mike lawrence like and sarah tiana write really good ones and then there's everyone else and yeah. but there you know jeff ross is great too but it, it we the creating that world of that became whatever whatever it is over there now yeah. that's the roast world and if it now is in every comedy club we do roast night i'm like that's just creating people who can't. They're not. They don't have an hour. Yeah. That, that beat is not going to work on the in the real world. On the, unless Those you are have jokes a, you'll never use again. Exactly. Unless you have so a fat much. guy standing next to you on stage, you're not going to be able to do this right. anywhere. So right. I mean, I I feel like it was it was I don't know if it's dead or still going. I mean, whatever. I I feel like it was it was creating bad not bad comics, just the, the wrong kind of comic to be out in the real world. Yeah. Anyway. It's it's a whole it's a whole click. I mean, Alex, you know, I feel like we're not in that click. Yeah, it's too formulaic. I mean, it's uh, you look like so and so with Down syndrome, right? You know, it's just like it's too. I, I don't know. know it's I too. Know. Yeah. I Can I just say how nice it is to be in your beautiful backyard? Uh, it's See very that festive. There, there's yeah. a squirrel. You're gonna scared of your scarecrow over there. Yeah. Just to do a little Melania. What's with all these fucking Halloween decorations? <laughs> What's with these fucking I know you, I know you hate the holidays, Melania. Yeah. <laughs> um, very festive. Very yeah. festive indeed. That is for my child. I, I put these things up because she, you know, comes back here and I can't just have, she needs to look at something. So I, I put that it. stuff up but for that's her. That's a good, good dad. Yeah. Now, how did you two meet? Because I feel like this is an <laughs> unlikely pairing, kind of. Yeah, unlikely. Two unlikely. different I parts. I mean, you should hear the life. real, uh, I mean, story. It, it, like when before we go to air, he, we have com- two completely differing yeah. opinions on, on the world and life. Everything. Uh, but it does work. I don't know. He was my sound guy just when I went to Comedy Pop-Up. You know, we all know Comedy Pop-Up yeah. like is just thing that they do out here. And he had been asking me to do a podcast for a long time. And I finally said, I'll do it. He, Comedy Pop-Up, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick, Comedy Pop-Up. And so I went down to the studio that was like this little play. Everyone knows it from our podcast in Koreatown. And Alex was just my sound guy. Yeah. I worked there one day a week, two days right. a week. And, and I had no idea how... Well, kind of what I was going to do with it, um, but I did. It just felt weird not talking to Alex. I was mm-hmm. just talking to myself, and he was sitting there. Right. So we started to chat, and then he had some interesting stuff to say. But then, of course, I, he needed to be molded. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was, uh, and and we. You're got, still molding him. I'm a no, I'm a we, Vegas bar comic, and right. your crowd are 45 <laughs> year old women. So it's, exactly. it just doesn't exactly. That's, Once we figured all that out, like we figured this, like w- this is who we're talking to. We're talking to uh, our, you know, it's our crowd, and yeah. and we got there, and that it is. It's like 45 year old women, and we love it. But that's our crowd. 
So we, we and we 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 uh, relish it now. Yeah, that's no, why I had you I guys on. It, I'm trying to get the 45 year old women crowd I, yeah, to follow I me. You, I got nothing but dudes. You so can't far. Have, you can't have a better crowd. Nope. For they come out I to comedy them. clubs. They buy your shit. They they're they're about as good as you can have. I'm glad I've been molded. You know. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. They love this guy now. They love. Yeah. Him. Oh yeah. I mean, they were calling for his head the first six months of the podcast. Oh, well, the they were like, I, they, I will not listen if he speaks ever again. <laughs> really? Yeah. They hated me. But now they love. Them. Are you getting a sugar mom out of this? No, nope. they want him. They wanted him. Yeah, you, know, you all got these that look about were, you. Yeah, all these ladies were coming for him. You look yeah. real trainable. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, <laughs> trainable. That's well, what said, that's what we want to hear. Yeah, he looks trainable. <laughs> you said you're a Vegas bar comic. Yeah. Are you from Vegas? I'm born and he raised is. in Vegas. Wow, yeah. that's a rare. Th- you don't meet a lot of people that are like second, from Vegas. Second gen. My mom was born there too. We've been there a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did she work at a casino? No, she's a teacher. See, yeah. you just assume. You just yeah, generalize. Yeah, he's there like uh, outskirts of uh, Vegas. You know, Henderson. Not, not even really. Yeah, he's out in Henderson. <laughs> no, I was no. born in Henderson. Yeah. yeah, I was born in Henderson. Yeah. But they, uh, he's not even really like a like a casino. Well, he worked at casinos. Yeah, I worked in casinos. He's okay. not like a gambler or anything. No. Thank God he'd probably be broke if he was. Yeah. More broke than he already is. Yeah, I mean, I should say. I'm, we're scraping as it is. Yeah. <laughs> let alone with a gambling addiction. Yeah, Again, subscribe weird. to their Patreon, cover to cover. Let's get. <laughs> or let's just get you in the door. Check out the regular podcast. We'll get you to the Patreon. Yeah, I, I feel good about it. Yeah. 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 yeah so cover to good. cover. Yeah. Carlisle. Um, so who is your hang? Who is your hang? Yeah, who do you, who do you hang with? So usually my girls are uh, Monterey Martinez. All right. I, um, I worked with her once yeah. down at the little place in uh, Huntington Beach. Yep. Uh, yeah. Very hilarious comic. Uh, Nikki Bond. You guys remember her from the last episode mm-hmm. of Here for the Hang. Zara Ali, of I course. I like her a lot. My She's former podcast sweet. partner. Yeah, yeah. We used to have the Two Girls, One Guy podcast for a long time. Um, and then Nikki Glazer is oh, yeah, right. my you best friend yeah, and yeah. Uh, and another mentor. Yeah, that, that is really but now. Is she still out in St. Louis, or she she moved yeah. on from she's, that? She was like staying with St. her parents or something, right? She's in St. Louis and uh, thinking probably New York. She'll go after, to New York next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, good for her. Of course, I that was like kind of a good to, move. Uh, I remember when she first went to the parents early on in the pandemic. I was like, "That's a little ridiculous," but who knew it was going to go this long? I yeah. had a hand in that. I got to say, I told her get on the plane and go to St. Louis. This isn't a week thing that's right. going to blow over. And she's like, "Really? You think so?" I go, "You don't want to be stuck out in New York City by yourself Mm-mm. No. in some cold apartment." Yeah, that was a good call. Just go home. I'm a little jealous of it, actually. You know, when I watch her there hanging out with the father playing songs and stuff, I think. I would like to be doing that. Yeah. yeah. I went home to Mississippi for a month. That was a little too long, but, um, you know, it's fun to get out of L.A. because I don't know if you guys know this, coronavirus isn't as uh, strong in the South. No, no, no I've no. seen it. They're, yeah, I've been they're almost there. cured of it down yeah, there. Yeah, I was I performing in Oklahoma City a few weeks ago, and it's not even there. Oh, it's gone it already. Yeah, wow. it much like uh, human beings, it, even coronavirus doesn't want to go to Oklahoma City. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah, and uh, you know, luckily there it now we know it's possible to be cured of it in a day. Yeah, yeah, we learned that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just what a world we're living in. You know, here we are. I, I, mean, it, I it bought is, the coin too. <laughs> you did. You got the yeah. commemorative you guys, coin. Guys, there's a commemorative coin that you can get for a hundred dollars yeah. that says Trump defeated COVID. Yeah. It's going to be minted and everything. You're, gonna, you're just, not going to get it till November, so it's it's <laughs> it's, it's a it's a hot. It's just unbelievable. 
I don't know. I don't know where you stand on all this, but we don't even Well, this is not a political podcast. No, it, but it's almost hard not to be these days. You can't. You, you can't. There's just no way. There's That's no what way I hate do. about it, but I hate talking politics. Like, I feel like a five-year-old in the booth at Denny's, just like, oh, this is so boring. Can right, right, right. Like, I just hate, because no matter what you say, people are going to attack you. And I hate hate. I hate hate online. Right, you know, Twitter just it makes it makes my blood boil. Oh, it's the mm-hmm. worst. And, uh, and except for your tweets, your tweets are uplifting. Mm, They're I not mean, hateful. Well, I mean, I try. You're one of the few comics that's I mastered try. that. I used to be so good on Twitter, and now I've kind of like it. It's a, it was work, you know, to come up with like real jokes and stuff. But I, it's too much work. You have now. to be a hateful person to succeed at. That's it how these I days. feel about Facebook. Oh, it's Facebook is the worst. Yeah. I think Facebook's worse than Twitter. I don't even do Facebook. If you go on Facebook, I look like a real loser. I've got like less than a thousand people, and I'm related to most of them. So don't find me on there. Well, but you're, better, you're better off staying yeah. off it. Yeah, yeah, you don't need that. I can't. But um, you guys. I just want to say it's thanks to y'all that I can even call myself a comic in 2020 because the one, well, Chris, the one paid gig that I had in 2020 was performing with these two. At a winery or something. At a winery. Winery slash castle. Castle winery. Beautiful castle in... uh, I don't, yeah. Northern California. Paso Robles. Paso Robles. That's right. Paso Robles, yeah. And Um, you guys, this gig was was quite a gig it I have was to say. yeah it was um as gigs go it's one of my favorites though because chris frangiola one thing you're very skilled at well there's many things you're skilled at mm-hmm. but you take a situation like that and yeah. you really make it hilarious um so let's yeah set the scene to a, a fault bit. i think sometimes uh sometimes I, well, people come to me after shows and go honestly I, it wasn't that bad you were making more out of it than you, like i felt i wish you would have just done your act because they don't know that it is i know i it. know yeah, yeah but so sometimes i do it a little too much and i feel like maybe i should have just stuck with the act mm-hmm. well um, as it tends to happen in comedy shows uh the pa was not working so well. No, it was it, a, was, it was a PA to like announce, uh, you know, um, oh, yeah, it was like for best man speeches. Exactly, right. Yeah. exactly. Right, right, right. This was this was a place. And this was a large room, probably three hundred people there yeah. uh, or close to it, and it just wasn't it yeah. wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna work. Not really built for comedy. Nope. No, but these people were here to see Chris. So really, and it was sold out. Yeah, right? they they sold it out. That they was were fun. Big fans. Mm-hmm. So Alex started so, it yeah, off. I am a sound guy by trade. That's what I do. And uh, thank I, God you were there. You even yeah, made it a little better than it could have been. I knew right away when once I got up there, and I was because I think actually during my set, I think I tweaked with it a little bit. Yeah. And uh, and then when I got off stage, and you and Carlisle came up, I went and I kind of played with it a little more, and I realized we were at capacity. But I knew right away. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be. Yeah. This is gonna be bad." And uh, it was just so quiet. And I have a loud ass voice. Like mm. this is one of my. I need to work on it. Like I scream into the mic. So it's really no issue for me. Uh, Chris told me he was like, "Look, Alex is gonna go up behind you and be messing with the sound. So just be prepared for that." So that was a little, you know, throwing you off. But you know, whatever. You work through it. And I yelled, and I feel like they heard me. Mm-hmm. But by the time Chris got up there, you don't play games. You don't scream into the mic. You just no, talk. No, no, yeah. I, I Well, yeah, if the mic's good. And yeah. by the time, you know, Chris goes up, you got to remember, we're at a winery. So they've been drinking oh. wine all through Alex's mm. set. They've been drinking wine all through my set. Now we get to Chris, the main event. Mm-hmm. 
and these old geezers are literally shouting, we can't hear you. Looking up lifts from their tape, like yeah. calling Ubers. This old man was on his phone the whole time. And finally, Chris just said, what are you doing, sir? Do you realize there's yeah. live comedy happening? He's like, I'm trying to figure out Uber. <laughs> <laughs> he's no less than 75 years old, yeah. all right? And he's really struggling. He's really drunk. Well, he was trying to figure out Uber because he wanted to leave, and his the people he were with, he was with were pretty much like, all right, go. Like, yeah. you're making this shitty anyway. Yes. Yeah, this all, it's all fun. That there, was... there was another guy that was just sleeping. Yeah. He had had yeah. too much wine. He had a beard. He looked like Santa Claus. And he just closed his eyes, and he was in the front row. Mm-hmm. Friend Joel didn't give a fuck. He just no. keeps going. With it, I mean, I, you know, I've but uh, if you've done it as long, I've been, I've played them all. I've played them all. Like none of that stuff just bothers me anymore. You make the most out of it. I mean, that was such a hilarious night. Um, what else happened? It's, it's just, a good. It's a good thing we we killed comedy there forever because that guy had this whole aspirations of having like a comedy series up there that yeah. we were going to be the first ones. So this was going to be a whole thing for him, and mm-hmm. we ended it that night. He's like, no, this he is just not needs worth a better it. PA. Yeah, I know. That's what I, yeah, I told him, but he he was just like, no, it's too much trouble. Well, since I hosted and I started tinkering with, you know, the sound system, I was, during your whole set, I was getting angry people just coming up to me like, you oh, need I- to turn it up. And I'm like, I did. <laughs> yeah. It's up. I, know, I, know. I don't work here. Yeah, sound, people don't understand how just how important sound is in comedy. It is everything. It is everything. everything. Laughter and, is loud and you have to sit on top of it. You know? When you go to a club that, has like I just came from Helium in Portland and it's got to be like the best sound I've ever had in a comedy club. You could literally just whisper and oh, there's a bee by you. Sorry. They'll get this the whole thing. Uh, yeah, just everything. Everything is just perfect. And that's when it really works. Shout out to Helium Comedy Club. I'm ready to come anytime you guys will have. Helium Portland, one of the good ones. Yeah. Um, and you didn't see any protest or burning city when you were there? I'll tell you this, Carla. I don't know how you are on the road. Uh, I don't know you've traveled out with Nikki Glazer a lot. I don't well, know five Nikki, times I've been. I don't know how Nikki is on the road, <laughs> but uh, I'm one of those people who uh, some people can really, really see the city when they're there. I, I mean, I'm almost jealous of when I look at their Instagrams. I'm like, like a guy, I don't know if you know Joe List. Joe mm-hmm. List. I mean, this guy goes out and takes pictures of museums and goes to see. Uh, I don't do anything. I stay in the room. Man. I go out and have lunch, and then I go back to the room. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see things. I, I want. Yeah. What's the point? You're seeing the world. You know, at at your level, on somebody <laughs> yeah. else's dime. So just go ahead. But here's ahead the thing: it's not on somebody else's dime a lot. A lot of times, you'll have to Uber there or back. And by the time, I mean, there are times where I get my Lyft thing at the end of the week, and I'm like, oh, I've spent five hundred dollars on Lyft to get because it's a thirty-seven dollar ride to get to the zoo, yeah, and a thirty-seven dollar ride back. And so a lot of times, I'll like, oh, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Frangel is a road dog. He's doing like every club around. How much? Like how much more of of Idaho can you see? No, there are some cities where just like there is nothing to see. All right, I I see it. Listen, we all have we have our Nashvilles and our Chicago's and stuff like that. We are like, oh, this is great. Everything is great. But I mean, some cities just like I I I know what the Home Depot looks like. I have one in my neighborhood, (laughs) and that's what it is. It's just Home Depot and Target and whatever else. So can I ask you who took you out on the road first? Nobody. I never. I never featured. I I just didn't. I just didn't have to. I went right to headliner. No, none of that. You went right to headliner because 
the only reason I went right to headliner, I probably shouldn't have, but I was because I was on Chelsea lately, right. and uh, you could sell I, tickets. I, I had already headlined a little bit up until that point, and then once Chelsea lately started, they just everybody just became headliners. I pr- look back now, I'm a much better headliner. Back then, some of the clubs were probably like Jesus, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I had the time, but I probably stretched it a little more than I should have. How long into your LA journey did you get Chelsea lately? Oh God a long 20 years i was i thought it was over i didn't i didn't um i had kind of given up on i was like this is not happening for me so much so that i was working at a restaurant on sunset boulevard called mirabelle that i, I remember was, it uh, i was working with megan markle i worked with megan Markle. she yeah. worked there for like two years which i think is fascinating sarah colonna, colonna a lot of stars there. came yeah, out of a lot that. of mirabelle. people came out of there uh, so anyway it was uh and then i was there and i was like you know what this is this going to be like the worst thing in the world i have friends who've that's their career. My friends in New York, they're, they're waiters, they're bartenders. And and then my friend was going to start opening restaurants here on Ventura Boulevard. He still has me. He's called Local Peasant. I don't know if you've been in. Oh, yeah. One in the back. He's got two. And he has now four restaurants around the... And I was going. You could up. be managing that. That's what right I said. Now. No, and uh, <laughs> I, that was my. I was. That's, I. You know, he he pays well. Good I could have managed for yeah. one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year. Would have been fine. Yeah, it's a successful place. So that was the angle. I was like, this is it. I'll just go and work there, and that'll be the end of it. And it wouldn't have been a bad idea. And so that I was forty years old when Chelsea started. Um wow. So it certainly wasn't overnight or anything like that you know i mean i was i was done it's i was so inspirational to me like i love hearing a, a later in life success story it's inspirational for us right alex oh totally like, yeah i mean i also think that uh, having have i i see what you assholes are doing no i uh, no 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 i was gonna i yeah. was looking i was here's the thing is you're a much better comic than i, I was searching for a joke at your expense and i have none because no. you are an inspiration <laughs> how dare you um well, here's the thing. I don't know. It's just, I I wouldn't have had it any other way. Like, I wouldn't want it. If, if I was successful at 24, I'd be, you know, I'd be Jamie Kennedy. That's right. You yep. know what I mean? Like, it comes, it, it, it ebbs and it <laughs> Shout flows. Shout out, Jamie. We still want you to do the show. No, I love he, Jamie he Kennedy. Said but but, oh. but no, I'm saying that it's, it's like, you know, you're here, now you're here, then you're here. It's, I would, just, it's a yeah. fucked up world. I would yeah. so much rather make it later in life than to peak early and yeah. then have to deal with it knowing nothing else but success. Right. And so it's, uh, yeah, I it was great. And I, I was also able to handle it. Like, you know, Chelsea was a big show. We were kind of a, a I mean, I would be a total dick if I was 24 years old and I would go into a bar and people would be like, you Chris Rangel from a TV show. Yeah. When I was 42, I didn't care. You know, it was just like, it was nice that people did it. But I was like, yeah, TV is TV and it's a job like any other, you yeah. know, like. You just recognize me because I'm on it. But uh, otherwise, it's the same fucking thing as what you do. Yeah. So I never got too big a head about anything or whatever. I just love whenever you and Kelowna talk about, like, the old days and being waiters together and stuff. Because you two have come into my bar before. Yeah. Chris and Fortune and uh We used to work. Sarah Chelsea Kelowna. was shot. We shot right down the road. So we used to come in there quite a bit. And they, they came into... Uh, this bar that I used to work out, whatever. And I, I had not met Sarah. You said whenever I came to bring the drinks to the table, you know, oh, this is Carlisle. She's a comic. And I just thought it was so kind of her. Like later when I was bringing a drink to her, she said, you know, it's not always going to be like this. Yeah, true. As a matter of fact. So kind. I think Kelowna worked in that place when it was some other thing years before that. Wow. It was like a, it was like a barbecue place, that same yeah. you know, building. 
I mean, so, I can literally drive around LA and just to my boyfriend, I'll just say like, oh, well, work there. I work there. Yeah. I used to work there. I mean, I used to work at the Saddle Ranch Chop House. On Sunset? On Sunset Strip. It's the biggest biggest restaurant in it's, town right now. Sorry uh, if this is too uh I remember when that inside. place was popping. When it first opened up, I was working at Mirabelle not far down the road. You and I were working on the street from each other. I know. We're at the same time? Well, I don't know. Probably this was not. like early 2000s. I wasn't No, even, I was gone by then. I remember I wasn't even old enough to serve alcohol. Really? So they couldn't we make might me have cocktail. Cross paths for for Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't doing comedy or anything no, back then. I, I but I used to go really, to Saddle Ranch. Oh, well, maybe I operated the bull for you. Did you or, operate the bull? Uh, that's all I could do. I wasn't 21. I couldn't serve. I, I would have to wear a cowboy hat. And I used to have really big boobs because I used to be heavier. You know, I'm coming from Mississippi, a little corn fed. Uh -huh. And they loved for me to get up on that bull and demonstrate. I don't know. When, yeah. You know, if it was sl a slow lunch, they'd be like, Carl, get on the bull. And so that was fun. And I, I remember when the hat. bull just became like, it was just like, trying to embarrass fat black ladies on it. You know, like it just became, like I would go there and it would just like, can we get them their pants to fall off? You, or yeah, whatever. you can, you can operate it in a way that they will fall off. Yeah. You know, you got it. I know all the tricks. You give them a minute, you let them think they're doing well and then you buck their ass right off. Yeah. But I, I became very good at it myself. And uh, I remember the big line I used to have to say when everybody walked in the door, I'd have to go, y'all ready for some steaks? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How humiliating. It's still there. I mean, it's, a job it's still, house. It's still it's, there. It's still no, there. No joke. Go During COVID, they're seating that whole parking yeah. lot. There's a line down to the store yep. really? to get oh, in. Yeah. It's one and everyone is in little black dresses and heels. It's the it's hottest still club. Like a club. <clears throat> yes. It used to be. I used to go and it was like a club. Yeah. Yeah, they're they doing just, that in the parking lot. They set up tables in the handicap spot. That's really? the VIP. Yeah. Now, like currently? Yes. yes right oh my now. God, that's crazy. Right now, it is the busiest spot on Sunset. That's right now. A, well, um, I guess I'm happy to hear that because yeah. I used to have one up at Universal and that I think is they just bulldozed. I feel like over. everything it, at Universal. It just, yeah, it just never happened. They're yeah. actually, they're opening at City Walk now. Just the no, restaurants, though. You can't mm. ride the rides. Yeah. Oh, so it's oh, the City Universal, Walk ones? Universal, yeah. Oh. They've decided not, not to Not Saddle open. Ranch. She's saying City Walk's opening. Oh, City Walk. Oh, oh, okay. The Saddle Ranch is gone. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, sorry if that was too inside- LA for anybody. I was just to let you know how connected I was at Saddle Ranch. I was invited to the op grand opening of the of the City Walk Universal one, where they had Alien and Farm playing. <laughs> Alien, remember that? They, they did like a Michael Annie, Jackson okay? cover. Yeah, yeah. Annie, okay. Oh, so yeah, I, that's how big a big a deal I was. Man. I got to see Alien and Farm at the Saddle Ranch. Just. I don't want to tell you know tell you people what it's like to be a celebrity, but it's pretty nice. It's got its <laughs> perks. Man, you were a, you were you reached your prime around the time Alien Ant Farm did. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a podcast. I'm gonna yeah. use, after this is over. I'm going to do Alien Ant Farm's podcast. <laughs> I'm sure he does have one. Wow. So after you got Chelsea lately, that that was your big break, right? I mean, that, that was, was all my only break, my big break, yeah. Well, and cover to cover, I mean, let's. Well, that, see. yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I liked out with David Spade. I did a bunch. Out with David I was Spade. loving doing. You that. did it twice let's a month for a while. I was doing it twice a month. I did it. They were only on not even a year, and I did mm. it eleven times or something. Yeah. That is also uh, one of the only paid gigs. Actually, I shouldn't say yours is the only because I did get to write on that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's great. It was so fun, Glazer. wasn't it? So fun. I know. And I was lucky enough, you know, she she would bring me with her because on the Lights Out with David Spade show, you just get 
you know, a list of topics that morning, and then you have very limited time to work on the jokes. Yeah. So they have writers and stuff there for you, but a lot of times as a woman, you're sitting in the makeup chair for so many hours, you don't get as much time with those writers. So what Nikki would do is she would bring me or Andrew Collin and... It was just so much fun to be yeah. in that environment. I it was like real it. TV again, it you was. know, because it, it had like yeah, had nice dressing rooms and um, right. I think it's I think COVID, I mean I don't know if it was going to survive anyway because I, Comedy Central was going to go a different direction. Yeah, uh, and they didn't want old men on their network or old women. They want aqua. They want young girl, young. Uh, yeah, they want uh, aqua. Gender non-binary yeah, people exactly, named after bottled water. Exactly. Yeah. They want nineteen-year-old <laughs> Indian uh, people. What a out of fucking. But anyway, they don't want David Spade. Right. Um, so that's how. But then COVID helped them with like that decision. I think once. But they, is Comedy Central okay? Do we know? No, like, are they, that, no. So what happened with Comedy Central is the guy who uh, took MTV from music to reality. That guy just took over Comedy Central, and he's going to pretty much wash stand up out of the program. It's going to be comedy reality programming. Yeah, that is yeah. not good. It's going to be trash. Well, I mean, the great thing about it is what what we didn't have years ago is things like you can now you don't need Comedy Central no. anymore. Comedy Central. Look at all these people who've just recently released their specials on their own to YouTube. Josh Wolf, yeah. uh, uh, Mark Norman, uh, some of these, uh, I think, it was, who's the other one? A bunch of them. Yeah. But anyway. YouTube is the leading platform right now. Right. It's, it's crazy that I can have a show that's on the same platform as you know Paris Hilton's new movie. Right. We're on the same exactly. network. Yeah, yeah. And really? I love the fact that people can just... Can just circumvent all this bullshit now you know when we started out in this business it, it, acting uh, too same thing you, you there was one way to do it just one way you had to go into a casting director and get on an nbc network or, or abc so that is gone over. and it's only going to get worse or better depending on you know what side you're coming at it from so uh i think for you guys younger people starting out now this shit is this shit like this is a create, microphone yeah. create. and create, mm -hmm. and you could get paid for it. And there's no agent or manager or once that bullshit starts. And oh, somebody was oh, it was, I think I was talking to Fortune yesterday, or whatever. Oh no, who was it? Somebody, somebody successful. And they were talking about their pilot, and you know all the networks didn't wanted this change and that change, and and I'm like, well, that's over now. Like that's mm. there is no network executives right. sticking their nose in and you if you want to do it you put it up on the platform and that's the way it goes yeah you don't have to ask for permission anymore no which is a great great and i love i you know as a guy who's never been like an industry darling never i've never been anyone you know the agencies and managers never fucking oh you sucked my dick because they had you know chris frankly look like we all know the people that they're somehow behind they, right. they're yeah. pushing that forward mm. for whatever reason uh, I've never been it. So when seeing them all fail and getting fired is bringing me some kind of joy. Almost, some joy. I almost feel bad for people who are still in that system, like pe younger comics who are kind of getting sucked into that because they're losing creative freedom in a time where everyone else is gaining it. Right. And yeah. it's it's going to be really hard for them to stay competitive when their agent is going, you should try a stage name, and people are just coming out just in their garage making stuff that yeah. blows up, you know? Exactly. I feel yeah. sorry for it because... Uh, one of my jobs before the pandemic and all this was I actually worked at a an agency and you know so being on the other side of it really made me realize that those days are over of yeah. audition if oh, you're that's just an actor 
That's no. that's not going to do it anymore. I know. You got to be you all, if you can't write, yeah. do comedy, like you got to be a triple threat to do anything. And there's so many actors that would be on a roster calling calling, "What can I do? What can I do?" I'm like, "What can they do?" Like yeah. there's nothing Start to a do podcast. Right. Start your own show. Like don't But here's it's not the thing the about 80s. Here's the thing Saddle about starting a podcast. I'll say this like a lot of times people will be like, "Start a podcast." But you have to be like the reason when we started the reason why our podcast is successful is because we're interesting and we do it well like yeah. there are some people i'm not i'm sorry i'm one of the i'm, I'm not one of them but people just not interesting they're fucking boring and they have nothing to say you are interesting i am i'm saying i am yes, saying he's yes. not a boring person uh, yeah, yeah. I, and but so yeah start a podcast but whether it's going to be successful or not that's that's a cra- that's how you that's know. the biggest crapshoot as anything else that's um so that's the only thing that's going to tell you, you know, just don't sit around and wait on the phone to ring because it's not 1992 Mm-mm. anymore. Right. And we have big stars on our roster. Really? And yeah. And talking about, you know, making it early and it's like you really shoot yourself in the foot because these are like movie stars. They don't have social media. No. You know, if you don't have any of those things, you're done. Yeah, like, it's done. You have to at least have an Instagram to page. show you. I'll give you a perfect example. The other night. I happen to be watching The Masked Singer on Fox. I couldn't believe it. Now, they're, they're, they're doing this thing. Oh, my God, this never happened before on The Masked Singer. This guy's just going to pull his head off without anyone judging, you know, and then guessing who it is. He's had enough. He doesn't want to be here anymore. He's going to pull his head off, and he's some <laughs> big thing. Pulls his hat off. Did you see who this was? No. It's Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Now, Mickey Rourke, by the way, is an Oscar-nominated several times. Mm-hmm. If you have, if you know Mickey Rourke at all, he's a brilliant actor. Pope of Greenwich Village done some amazing work. Had nine and a half se- weeks. Nine and a half weeks has has uh, has done a bunch of like he's been you know out of this business, back in this business. Yeah. If you ever watched The Wrestler, his Wrestler, most recent, it's one so of the, it's good. like a perfect movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was the the Iron Man. He was the uh, in one of the Iron Man movies. He's the bad guy, but, right? Yeah, the bad yeah. guy. Like the, so now he's doing the Masked Singer. That's how ruthless this fucking <laughs> business can be. I heard one episode of it is a house payment. No, so I, I no no I don't begrudge yeah. him for that. I totally understand that. That's what I and that's why he's doing it. Yeah, you know because they put, gave him two hundred thousand dollars to show up for one day, basically. Right. right. Uh, same with Dancing with the Stars. It's the same thing. And see, yeah. and you name that like so many celebrities throw that under the bus, and that is a goal of mine. Yeah. So Dancing with the Stars. Ready when you are, because uh, let's face it, that bar is getting lower and lower with no, the word no, star. No. Like the thing with dancing with oh, I mean, I mean, Anne Hayes got voted off last night or something, oh, and she God. apparently she had a free she freaked. And that's another one. Anne Hayes was a movie star. Yeah, she was in a Harrison Ford movie, and now she's pissed off she, that she got she voted off. She told a very uh, heart wrenching story last night. Did you did you see? I, I did. I just happened to read that she was voted off. She was saying that um, you know whenever she dated Ellen DeGeneres, yeah, because she had a contract with Fox. And they had some big movie coming out, and she. They said if you show up with your girlfriend to the premiere, no more contract. Wow. And Ellen told her, "Listen to them. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll stay home." And she said, "No, you're coming." You wow. know. And they walked hand in hand to that premiere, and they fired her, and she did not work for ten years. Oh, that. So that's why. Yeah. Wow. Well, hopefully we're in a different world we're now. We're in a, I guess. such a different world. I mean, isn't that crazy? And that wasn't that long ago. That was, you know, late nineties yeah. or something. I remember when they were the big power couple. And nowadays, that would get her. That would get her a contract. Exactly. Right. Right. The, the, the head of that network would be fired. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Whatever. What a world we're living in. 
So happy to be a part of show. So if you don't, if you didn't watch Dancing with the Stars, I don't know where else we have to go from here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, big I, fan. I, big I, fan. I, I used to be a big fan. I used to love it. I used to watch it. I was into it. You know, I actually, had, I train. We did a sketch on Chelsea lately where. Uh, the one, I don't know if you remember her a few years ago. She's not on it anymore. She's a, one of the Russian dance, female Russian dancer. Uh, what was her name? She was like the big, kind of the breakout star P- of it. Peta? Yeah, or exactly. Petra? Petra, Petra. Uh, yeah. She wound up uh, training us for the dance. And, oh, was, and I was dancing with Ross Matthews. And I think Heather McDonald was dancing with Chewy or some shit and whatever. And we did a whole <laughs> thing. R.I.P. Yeah, we did a whole thing. And, uh, so I, I got to hang with her for a couple of days, and she was like a real, and I was so bad. Like How I, hot was that body? Oh, she's amazing and, and funny and whatever. But, it, I mean, I for people on that show, I would it's it's hard to be a good dancer. It is so hard. So my best friend, Nikki Glazer, was on it. Um, and if you guys watched, she did get first voted off and she <laughs> yeah i remember the only reason she got first voted off because she wasn't like the you know nobody knows who you know it wasn't just nobody like a big knew star. She yeah, yeah. It, but they always put a comedian on and i think they put the comedian on as the fall guy yeah of course jeff ross went first too mm-hmm. i think margaret show might have yeah. made it a little further but i feel like they think the comedians can take it you know we can kick them off early and they'll the mm-hmm. water will roll off their back but the work you don't under, it's like nine hours yeah. a day mm-hmm. in a dance studio and you're in this bubble. I mean, it's people joke about it, but it, like it's a real thing. Whenever you see them crying, like those are real tears because yeah. they're like Russian slave drivers. Yeah, that's yeah, they don't fuck around. <laughs> Just they're so hot, but they're so mean. Yeah. It's a fun, it's a, I mean, I can't, if you, that's why I can't be like a ex- network executive. If you told me years ago, like, we're gonna do a show where you know, like C-list celebrities dance with dancers. I was like, that's never going to work. And if 27 seasons later, it's still going. Like, yeah. what do I know about anything? More. It's like, yeah, 30 yeah. seasons or something. Yeah, it's crazy. But good for that. I just want a Russian slave driver. Where do I get one of those? Oh, that just, so you just go deep in the valley. Yeah, you'll things. find one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. Thank um, you for having us here for th- the hang. This was a good little hang. Oh, thank you. It was. And I've enjoyed being in your beautiful backyard. Thank you. for you know, Now it's getting a little warmer, as yeah. you can see. That's it, what happens. It's go- It's going to be real nice in the f- December. Thank you for reminding me the alien ant farm was a thing. Ow! So good. Yeah. That was a you know that's a Michael Jackson song. I just yeah, I do know that. I know some of you kids don't know that that you know maybe you don't know that that was a remake of a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, this was a good hang. Thank you both for being here. And thank you, Carlisle. It's so good to see you again. It's so good to see you. I'm I'm happy that things are well. Let's thank you for doing cover to cover. Yes. Yeah, Everybody uh, go listen to me on cover to cover. You got to join their Patreon though, because yep. I'm not big enough to be on the real cover to cover. You you could be if you didn't fuck up this <laughs> Patreon one. This Look, was this was your test. I kind of bombed, but you, you know I, you I'll bomb. come back. Our audience loved the NoHo uh, Comedy Club. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> I get too inside baseball. Well, they my fans every know. comedy every comedian does we that. All do it. Though. I it's just talk about my own world totally. You know? But as comedians, we we think that's the only world. We I'm I'm guilty of it too yeah i'll sit and talk no hope forever but you know and then we get kicked off of dancing with the stars yeah, first you know? yeah exactly that's exactly. that's the problem with that so cover to cover is the podcast you can get it wherever podcasts are found mm-hmm. and thank you both so much for being here thank you for having us thank you <laughs>